Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. How is your anchor holding? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable Word of God? Another great opportunity today to meditate on a theme that I began in a recent podcast on the uh, the topic of spiritual dryness and mentioned last time that we were interacting, that I was interacting with a article by Michael Col- Micah Colbert. And there's a whole series on this that have just been very refreshing to my own soul, which is very helpful since we're talking about spiritual dryness. But uh, the series of articles goes on to be written by a man named M.R. Conrad. Dr. Conrad writes on this. And so in order to give him credit for what is being spoken of right now, just want to make sure and mention that I'm drawing from his article today. Spiritual dryness is an issue that if you've been a believer for any length of time, you're going to experience this. And I certainly have, and I probably would guess that most all of you have at some time or another have as well. So we're going to turn our attention towards that again today, and we're going to meditate on some things that I believe are real helps that Dr. Conrad gives and that uh, like uh, uh, Micah Colbert also gave that would be helpful to you. If you ever had times of spiritual dryness, uh, maybe you're in that situation right now. Maybe you feel like you've been trying to do your duty as a disciple of Christ. Uh, you've been trying to labor to walk with Him, and just something something just seems missing. Uh, the The closeness that you once felt with God, perhaps the excitement that you felt when you were first saved, uh, seems to have diminished as you've kind of settled into a rut and a routine of church attendance, and even perhaps your devotional life is not as fervent and not as delightful as it might have been at one time. Do you remember that time when you used to crave the reading of the Bible? You remember what that was like? Um, maybe that closeness with God has now been absent, and you feel spiritually dry. What's wrong with your spiritual life? Uh, Dr. Conrad relates the event. Uh, he actually lives in Southeast Asia, and he tells about the time when he came back uh, to America, and he was driving, and he felt like everybody was driving so slow. Uh, he fumed on his way between shoppers at Walmart uh, because he had been in a culture that was go, 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 full throttle all the time. Uh, his to-do list, he said, burned a hole in his pocket, and there was no time to waste, no time to sit still, no time to be quiet. Uh, maybe that's something you can relate to. Your internal clock is ticking when you're reading the Word of God in your devotions. I don't think any of us have ever come to that time where we can't relate to that very thought. Uh, You're reading the Word of God, you're trying to get your reading in for the day, your meditation time, and it just seems like the the minutes or the seconds are ticking by uh, so, so slowly. All the responsibilities of the day really flood in in your thinking. Your, your, your to-do list is dangling in front of your mind's eye. And then when God's allotted time is done, that you've kind of thrown him a bone for that day, you check the devotions box and you move to the next item on your checklist. And you feel like you've done your duty, but something is just empty. Something is missing. Uh, the intimacy that you once experienced with God has really fled and you feel spiritually dry. What's wrong with your spiritual life? I believe Dr. Conrad gets it right there. 
Uh, he even relates the story of Jim Elliott. Some of you may have heard about Jim Elliott, who was a missionary to Ecuador back many, many decades ago. But he even experienced, he left the Pacific, Pacific Northwest to serve as a missionary in Ecuador. And he had spiritual dryness in his walk with God. And he diagnosed his problem as a lack of quietness in his life. I thought this was so good. That's why I'm taking this article and interacting with it with you. Um, I've experienced this so often in my own. This hit so close to home. Jim Elliott, when he was reflecting on why that closeness with the Lord had become so dry, he wrote a letter to his mother from his college dormitory. He was 21 years old and he quoted Isaiah 30 and verse 15. He said, in quietness, or the Bible says, in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. And he went on to write this. He said, quote, I think the devil has made it his business to monopolize on three elements, noise, hurry, and crowds. And if he can keep us hearing radios, gossip, conversation, or even sermons, he's happy. But he will not allow quietness. I am finding your counsel to get enough sleep, most practical, mother, not only to be fit for the day and able to relax, but for spiritual awareness and reception, one must simply be rested if he is to be blessed. Let us resist the devil in this by avoiding noise as much as we can, purposefully seeking to spend time alone, facing ourselves in the word, Satan is aware of where we find our strength. There is some tremendous insight for a 21-year-old man right there where he's diagnosing his spiritual dryness. And he's putting his finger, I think, on a spot that particularly we wrestle with as Americans today. He didn't mention anything about cell phones. He talked about radios and conversation and things of this nature. But I believe that if there's never been a time where there's been a greater sense of loss of quietness in life, we are constantly slaves to the monkey on our back uh, of our cell phones and to social media. And I know preachers preach against this from time to time, but oh my, listen to me, folks. The fact is we are uh, finding it increasingly difficult to have any quietness in life. And the suggestion is, of course, to cultivate that kind of quietness, to quiet yourself before God and His Word so that you can hear His voice and follow His leading. If you feel like you're too busy to be able to do that, then you're just plain old too busy. Amid all the conflicts and the turbulence in life, we got to be still and know that God is God in Psalm 46.10. To lay aside... Uh, as one other writer wrote at one time, I remember reading The Tyranny of the Urgent, that which is always crying for your attention, distractingly so. Uh, matters of the day need to be removed so that you can commune with him. And now, don't misunderstand me. Even Conrad points out that quietness is not an end in itself. It's a means to an end. Uh, we're not Quakers, we're not Buddhists, we're not transcendental meditationists. We, we don't seek to empty our mind, but rather to fill it with God's sustaining truth. 
uh, be filled with God's word richly. Let it all let it dwell in you richly. Colossians three sixteen says, we don't even want to empty ourselves, but rather in Ephesians five eighteen, be not drunk with one wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus taught this in the home of Mary and Martha, did he not? You got to take time to lay aside the burdens of duty and service so that you can sit and learn at the feet of Jesus as Mary did. Diligence, efficiency. They're really great qualities in a person. It's extolled in the book of Proverbs. Redeeming the time is commanded in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16. Being busy serving God and others is a worthy use of the time that God has given to you. But, listen to me folks, you can often slide into unbalanced excess which can send you into periods of spiritual dryness. That time where the neglected when you take concentrated, purposeful, deliberate opportunity to abstain from all of those other nagging, pulling concerns in your life so that you don't have that quiet time with God or it's rushed to the point where you can't experience it. Let me just suggest to you that is a common cause of spiritual dryness. I want to comment on this a little bit more in the next podcast. But why don't you pause and pray today at the end of the podcast and say, Lord, I don't want to be so busy that I crowd you out, that your time is shortchanged. And I believe the Lord will respond to that and he'll reveal himself to you in a deeper way in the word of God. Walk with him today, will you? Love the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart and serve him faithfully. God bless. Have a great day.